Hello, and welcome to the Self Love Talk Podcast. I am your host, Sharon D. Meadows. Who am I? Well, I'm a certified John Maxwell team member. I am the author of the Amazon bestseller, Journey to a New You. I am a transformative teacher as well as an inspirational speaker. And if you allow me to, I'll be your guide on the journey to self-love. Thank you for joining me. And if you've been with me since the beginning, this is my one year anniversary of doing self-love talk. I began the journey to self-love podcast channel exactly one year ago at the start of the pandemic. And I'm. this is in celebration of my one year anniversary. And um, I'm just grateful to have grown. The audience has grown tremendously since I started. And so if you've been with me the entire time, I thank you for being with me. I appreciate you. And I welcome you to continue the journey to self-love with me. For my one year anniversary celebration, <laughs> that I'm dedicating this topic to, I want to talk about something that I think we all encounter, um, or we've encountered it at some point in life. And I'm, I'm going to build upon the last episode was regarding rejection. I want to talk about rejection a little bit more and go a little bit deeper with what rejection looks like and how it makes us feel and how to shake it off, if you will. Yesterday, I attended an event, um, and I was networking with some new people that I'd never met before, and we got into a somewhat personal conversation. And so one of the gentlemen was sharing with me um, his experience with rejection. And the entire time that I was listening, I was thinking, that wasn't cool. Now, we weren't talking about business, rejection in business, although that is a thing, <laughs> especially if you're in the sales industry. Um, but what, what, what I want to address, it can, it can be applied to um, different areas of life, not just your personal life or your business life, but it's just a mindset regarding rejection. And so... Here are my thoughts with it. This gentleman was sharing with me that he would meet women and he would be interested. And he went on to share with me that he had been rejected numerous times in not so nice ways. And I said, well, how so? And he shared with me times that he had arranged dates with women and they didn't bother to show up or contact him or a woman offered to meet him someplace for dinner or something and and as a gentleman she didn't want him to come and pick her up so he offered to actually um, send a driver for her and he said this has happened to him numerous times where the driver came back with an empty car. So as I were listening to his 
examples of the types of rejection that he's experienced, it occurred to me rejection is not just about somebody said no or somebody ghosted you or 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 something of that nature. And I, I really want us to really look into how we allow rejection to affect us based on what I'm about to say next. If a person, now not, I'm not talking about business because I'm not talking about, especially from a salespeople, you know, we, <laughs> anyone that's under the um, sound of my voice, if you're in the sales industry and anyone in business is really in the sales industry, whether it's called sales or not, you are, you, you are in, in the sales industry if you're in business. But we have to become accustomed to knowing that no is not a no-no. Okay, so I'm not talking about that. We, you know, you, you have to work around that, you know, because everything is not for everyone. Now, let me apply that to uh, personal aspects of life. Again, everyone is not for everyone, just like everything is not for every everyone. However, there is a way that you do things. There is a way that you you handle people. There is a way that you handle situations. So, you may have the opportunity to... I'm just going to go on and keep it 100. Um, I, I've been watching the analytics on my channel. There's no one under 17 on here. So I'm just going to go on and keep it 100. You can be shitty if you want to, to people. That's your prerogative. But uh, treating people a certain way just because you can, that's shitty. That's just, that, and I'm just going to call it what it is. Just because you can do someone a certain way doesn't mean that you should. And so as I was listening to the gentleman share these experiences with me, I was thinking, these were some real shitty women. You didn't want them anyway. <laughs> That's just what I was thinking. And so I said to him, you didn't want them? What? That was a blessing for you that this person showed you who they were because you would not want to invest good time, energy, and effort, and resources for that matter, if he's sending drivers. You don't want to invest in someone that's shitty. You want to see that up front, and then you want to move along. Just as with my, my, my people that are listening to me that are in sales. When someone tells us, tells us no, okay, next. So... And I, I don't mean that, I know, you know, when something happens and you get rejected, there are some emotions and feelings that come along with that. So you may not necessarily be able to just say, okay, I'm just going to cut it and move on. But at some point, we have to start saying, I'm worth more than that. I'm better than that. Why would I even subject myself to that? That type of treatment, that type of behavior, why would I even allow it? Why would I even welcome it? Because at the end of the day, what I've learned through my personal experience is that which we allow, we give permission to it. I'm going to repeat that. Those things that we allow, we give our 
consent and permission to it, whether we like it or not. If you allow it, you're in agreement with it. And if you're not in agreement with it, then you don't allow it. You don't encourage it. You don't encourage things that you do not wish to have in your life or to participate in. Now, on that note, I'm going to take a small, brief break to catch my breath and and do my breathing um, and just to reflect on the next part that I want to share with you. So don't go anywhere. Just stay with me and um, I'll be right back. Thank you and welcome back. Um, During the break this just came to me and so this is if you're wondering um, why I stop and take a break to reflect before I um, continue sometimes it's because I'm reflecting on what I just said to you because I'm speaking to myself and what just came to me (laughs) um, during the break was what's the best way to phrase it when I come back on and what came to me was Rejection bruises us, but it doesn't break us. Let me repeat that. Rejection bruises us, but it does not break us. So, with regard to the gentleman that was sharing with me all the experience that he had encountered where he was just rejected by, again, I'm just going to keep it 100, some real shitty people. Um... He was bruised by it. I could tell when he was sharing the experiences with me. He was bruised by the rejection. But as I sat and I listened to him speak, he had such insight and wisdom. And I was just like, I said, well, let me run this by you. (laughs) Like This happened to me before. And what I realized is instead of him internalizing the rejection, And beating himself up and saying, you know what, maybe there's something wrong with me or, you know, why does this keep happening to me? What I actually could tell from the conversation was that he had from these experiences of rejection, he had that that literally bruised him mentally, emotionally, um, spiritually. Um, He had stepped back and he had started to understand himself better as well as what he would then allow even into his circle into his space because at the end of the day and I'm sure we can all take accountability for this anytime we've had situations that were not as we desired if we look back on it and we're honest with ourselves we can probably say you know what I knew from the start I shouldn't have been involved with that or (laughs) I knew from the start I shouldn't have allowed that person in or I knew from the start that this is not good for me, but I did it anyway. So as I were listening to him, I could hear the wisdom and the insight and the growth and the um, introspection that he had um, gone through to where now those shitty type people cannot come into his presence. He's more protective. And one of the things that he said to me was, 
sharing. Protect your boundaries. Protect your boundaries. So let me break it down like this. If I engage someone or I engage with someone and they got shitty behavior, right? They just, (laughs) the integrity and the character is just absent. I need to not look at that person and say, why are you behaving like that? What I need to do is look at myself in the mirror and say, why are you even inviting that? Why are you even entertaining that? If you see this person that they're like that, praise God and cut your losses and move on. Because it's better you see that in the beginning than later on after you've invested your time, your energy, your resources, your yourself, your mental health. Um, I don't want to get too much into this. Um, since I just said mental health, because this just popped into my mind, and I do not script my podcast talk. I actually it's it's from my heart. It's it's from within, and it comes to me, and I just let it flow as it does. But it, since I just said mental health, the one thing I want to touch on, and I don't want to get all into it because this is not what I that's not what I had planned to talk about. But the one thing that I want to say is, I applaud people, and I'm not going to name any names. But I applaud people, especially those in the public, who they're in the public eye, Um, they're public figures, they're they're well known, they may even be royalty, um, literally. But I applaud people who will prioritize their mental health over anything, over money, um, success, fame, fortune, publicity, notoriety, or whatever, where their mental health becomes the the foundation of everything in their life. And so, now I want to tie that back to what I was just saying. When you can do that, that's when you can actually, when you can prioritize your mental health as number one, that's when you can actually um, create the healthy boundaries that you need to be able to keep those shitty people out of your life to where you won't send a car for that person or you won't make arrangements to meet with that person. Now, I understand we're all human. Things happen, especially during the pandemic. Things happen all the time. But there is something called common courtesy. And if someone cannot respect you enough to extend common courtesy to you, be thankful that they showed you their shitty side. And I can't put it no more clear or more blunt than that. If someone does not have enough respect for you to extend common courtesy to you, to have regard for your feelings and 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 your how you you know what you, you know what you have going on with you and how it may make you feel, because there are some some people that will do things just to try to make you feel bad about yourself, to try to make you feel lesser than. Don't allow anyone to have that power. Once you see it, cut it. Cut it and be grateful for that you did not invest any more time into that individual, into that situation, into that relationship. And it does not have to be just a romantic relationship. It can be a friendship. It can be somebody you've been friends with 
I have a dear friend. I spoke to her earlier today. And if you don't have this kind of friend in your life, you missing out. I got a friend. She was the very first friend I ever made. Laurie Holloway. I was five years old when I met her. If we don't talk every day, we talk every other day. This has been going on for over 40 years. <laughs> That's a friend right there. That's a friend. If you have people in your life that you can't really call them a friend, I don't care how long they've been riding with you. If you got somebody in your life in a relationship, whether it's romantic, friendship, business or whatever, and you can't say that person is legit. If they still around, it's because you allowing it. I hope I hope what I've shared um, resonates with at least one person and that you will take this, reflect on it, look back on your life and know that if you have experienced any type of rejection, um, where somebody did something to you where they couldn't extend common courtesy to you to have that conversation, to sit down with you to say, hey, look, this is where I was at or, you know, I'm just not here right now or whatever. Or I, I did you dirty or I did you wrong and I'm just sorry. If that person doesn't have the, the emotional intelligence and emotional maturity to engage you like that with respect, mutual respect. And common courtesy. Do you want them around? Do you want the bruise? Or do you want to keep them until they actually do break you? And on that note, I'm going I'm to have to I'm gonna have to go on that note. Because I really want somebody to catch that. When it comes to rejection. Are you grateful for the bruise? So that you know? Or do you allow them to stay until they actually break you? Thank you for your time. I appreciate you. I'm so grateful that you took this time out to be with me. I am your friend. I am your guide on the journey to self-love. I am Sharon D. Meadows. I thank you and I'll see you soon.